You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. In an age of chaos and cowardice and confusion, to have the clarity and the courage that comes from the Word of God, you don't have to wonder all of these seemingly complex and nuanced questions we're told about what gender is or what marriage is or what morality is or what truth is. Look, go back to the first verse of the first chapter of the Bible, God created the heavens and the earth. If you believe that, everything else follows. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. Everybody, welcome back to the Real Life Network. And we're sitting down here at the National Religious Broadcasters Network. It's an incredible gathering of people. And some of those incredible people, one of them is right here with us today. And it's Allie Beth Stuckey. And she is a powerhouse, what I would say, for the young generation. I'm old enough to be her dad. But uh, the cool thing about what she's doing is she's standing in the gap, proclaiming truth. She's a fighter. She's a contender. Many of you have seen her videos on uh, PragerU, but she is from The Blaze. That's yes. Glenn Beck's group. And so tell us about that. Yeah, I host a pod uh, podcast called Relatable that is distributed by Blaze TV. And we analyze culture, news, politics from a Christian conservative perspective, as well as theology. Um, it's a unique podcast because the majority of my audience is women, which is not true for most political podcasts. It's That's kind true. of a it's kind of a, a man's sphere, a more masculine sphere, but whether it's on YouTube or on the listening side, about 85% of the people who listen to me and watch me are young women. And that's what I wanna do. I wanna to try to help them navigate the chaos of our culture with clarity and courage. And that's what I feel called to, yeah. and I love doing it. Can I assume then, because you wanna reach uh, those that really need parental direction, that you had a good upbringing, that, that you could say, well, my foundation was good, but I'm gonna take that and transfer it or the, or the other way around? Yes. So people who listen to my podcast know that I've had both my parents on frequently. They're some of my favorite guests, my audience's favorite guests, because they want insight. Okay, you have these values, you're, you're passionate about these things. How did that come to be? Of course, a lot of that is in my adult life and just what God innately puts in you, your interests, your drive and mm. things like that. 
But my parents cultivated those values. That's they cultivated right. those values from a young age. So I was raised in the church by very strong parents, although we didn't really talk necessarily about politics growing up. That just wasn't as central to our conversations, really, as it kind of is today because politics are so pervasive. But the values of yes. conservatism, which, of course, I think are inherent in Christianity, yeah, of course. Um, were there. Right. And that foundation was laid. And thankfully, I have a great relationship with my parents today and get to pass down that legacy to my kids. And so, yes, without my parents, not just how I was raised, but the continued support and love and encouragement and edification of my parents is really a difference maker. Well, okay, so how do you communicate then to a young woman who did not have that upbringing, um, they're kind of adrift. May, they may not have a mom or a dad yeah. to call or not even a husband or boyfriend. They're kind of on their own. What would you say to them? Because we're hearing that that number is increasing. How do you reach them? And I, I, I noticed that it's kind of obvious you have a little baby coming along here. Yeah. Um, what about that young mom-to-be out of wedlock? She's feeling lost. What do you say? What can you say? Yeah, first of all, I can really sympathize with that position, being without a support system, being without a base, being without, my family calls it balcony people. So people who are cheering from your balcony, who are telling you, yes, this is what's true. You can do it. This is the direction they, that you're supposed to go. stay safe in the balcony. <laughs> yes, but um, not everyone has that. Not everyone has that cheering section. This person might also have people in their lives who are saying, it's stupid to be a Christian, or it's stupid to go against the grain. It's stupid to swim upstream. It's so much easier just to go with the culture. And so I can really sympathize with the difficulty of that position. But a woman with her Bible is more powerful than a woman with an army without her Bible. Yes. And so the first thing that I would encourage you to do is one, get a good study Bible. I like the ESV study Bible. There are a lot of study Bibles out there. And then join your local church um, because that support and that community, that accountability, that reminder that fellow believers uh, can give you of who you are in Christ, what Christ has done for you, why living for the truth in love is worth it is vital. Yes, you have the Holy Spirit if you're a Christian. Yes, your Bible is necessary. But the body of believers, the body of Christ to spur you on to loving good works, that's going to be a huge difference maker in your life. And Allie, don't you think, yes to everything you just said, don't you think also that when she makes that decision to go to a Bible teaching church, a good church, that she's going to have to apply herself to make friends as well? A lot of people go into church and say, well, nobody said hi to me. Yeah. Well, how many people did you say hi to? Right? That kind of yeah. thing. She's going to need to kind of insert herself, which raises the flag a little bit of, hey, we just met her. She needs help. There's, there's so much protectiveness that we have where... We think, I, we can't tell people our problems. They're going to judge us. But if you're in a good church, yeah, people are going to scoop you up and love you. Yes. So there's this block wall of, I don't know about a church. Well, I think what you're saying is, why don't you run the risk of going to a church, getting established with a family, uh, really a, a family of spiritual uh, people who love God first, which enables them to love you. But uh, there's people you can share with, just like, Paul spoke to Timothy that there's there's older women that can help you along in your younger yeah. dynamics of life. Yeah. So, so important. Right. And you described 
Bible teaching churches. Unfortunately, we have to use that descriptor today Isn't because there are many churches who, while they claim to be churches, they're really just gathering to people who never open their Bible. So that's something as a believer, obviously you need to watch out for. And if your pastor is not reading from the Bible, uh, saying things that are contradicted by scripture, then you run. need to run. So right. that's, <laughs> that's number one. But yes, make yourself vulnerable, which I understand can be very scary to yes. go up to that yes. woman in church or Sometimes churches at the end will say, you know what? We've got people who are willing to pray for you, willing yeah, to talk to you exactly. up here. And don't be scared to do that. There is absolutely no risk in that. Go forward, ask someone, anyone for help. Hey, how can I get connected to someone? Right hey, how can I, I don't know, join a Bible study? Can I talk to someone or I'm dealing with this in my life and I really need help? That believer will be so excited, so filled with the that's Holy right. Spirit to help you. Yes. yes, and that's going to be a huge indicator about the atmosphere or the theater of which church you're in. If you say, well, you know, I, you know, I'm lost or I'm homeless or I'm pregnant and I don't have anybody. If they say, oh, wow, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, probably a good thing for you to walk out of there. Yeah. But um, listen, I know our time is limited. You gave a while back... Um, my, my, my pastors and staff were actually shocked. They were shocked that you were so skilled at what you had said. I sent it first to our pastors and I said, listen, we need more men like Allie in this topic. And you gave, you were actually responding. Oh my goodness, help me. You were responding to some post or some comment. It might've been an Andy Stanley comment. It might've been somebody else made a comment. And you said, okay, we're taking this program and we're going to talk about the the importance of expositional Bible teaching. Do you remember that? I don't remember. Oh. I don't remember which episode. You went on it for was. like 50 minutes. <laughs> I probably did. I mean, that's something I really care about. And I got to tell you, I, it's obvious. And so do I. We are an expositional teaching church. And I told the guys, I said, listen to her. Most pastors conferences don't even cover what she just covered. So for that... I was like, oh, I, I have to meet her. Yes. I mean, this is, this well, is awesome. it's, it's such a great privilege, I think, that pastors have that you have all the material and all the clarity that you need right there in the Word. That you don't have to reach inside yourself you and find all of up. these, you know, clever sayings. You have the Word of God right there. Go verse from verse. And that's the best and most solid and most truthful sermon that you can give. So true what you just said. Over the years, we've been pastoring for over 30 years. I've done, I was raised in a church that does expositional, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book. And so now you look back after 30 years of ministry and people have, especially in light of COVID, how did you know? How did you know to stay open? Or how did you know about teaching this or about that or, or parsing out these uh, eschatological right. or soteriological uh, issues. How did you know? Well, I didn't know anything yeah. except going through the word of God. He'll take care of it. Yeah. He will unpack it. And I think this, um, Tozer, have you ever heard A.W. Tozer audibly? Have you ever heard him speak? No, I haven't. Well, you've read his books. Only read, yes. And they're amazing. <laughs> if you hear him speak, you will quickly turn off the audio and go back to the books because his, his voice was horrific. Oh, really? He, it was just terrible. He, he, but the point was this. His church averaged about 150 people, but his pen was mighty. Yes. My point is this. He never wavered. He never wavered from what the word says. And so now today I just found out that A.W. Tozer's books are sold more today 
uh, than ever. And he's been dead for like, I don't know how many years, forever, yeah, right. you know, decades. Right. Point is the truth never moves. Yes. And in this shifting culture, the word is that lighthouse, it's that anchor. Yes, and what a privilege, like in an age of chaos and cowardice and confusion, to have the clarity and the courage that yeah. comes from the word of God. We don't have to wonder all of these seemingly complex and nuanced questions we're told about what gender is or what marriage is or what morality is or what truth is. Look, go back to the first verse of the first chapter of the Bible. God created the heavens and the earth. If you believe that, everything else follows. It's all easy after yes. that. Where can people find you? Where can they yes. check in with you? So podcast relatable with Ali Beth Stuckey. It's wherever you listen to podcasts. It's also on YouTube. It's also on Blaze TV. If you're a subscriber, there's a lot of subscriber content as well. And then I'm on social media yep. too. Yep. yep. So everybody, please listen. Here's what we want to do. We want to send a message to the woke world and to those that are out there in the tech land. When you go to her sites and when you subscribe, when you sign up, it sends a message. It not only encourages her, but it sends a message to the powers that be, hey, wait a minute, people are listening to this stuff. And it, it just helps. You can do it, it, it it's, it's nothing. Does it cost anything? No, Sometimes not, it does, okay? No. It doesn't even cost. Just go there and subscribe and give her some encouragement and send a message. So, and by all means, listen to what she has to say. We just love having her. And Ali Beth, great Thank to you have so much, you here. Pastor. Thank God you. bless you. Thank, Thank you. you. This Jack Kemp's podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected.